Filet. Well, good morning and welcome to another episode of Align with Lina. And today I have an incredible guest. I have Tamala Malay, and she is, like me, a teacher of spiritual truths. She has undergone an incredible uh, journey. She channels. She Well, she's just amazing. You're, you're going to get to meet her in a little bit. Um, but before we get started, let me remind you why I do these conversations. Align with Lina is about bringing to you ordinary people, just like me, just like you, who have gone through an extraordinary spiritual awakening. If I can do it, you can do it. If Tamala can do it, you can do it. I want to give you as many examples as possible of folks who have totally, completely renewed their mind, transformed their lives by letting um, themselves receive information that is beyond what we have been taught is the truth in this world of three dimensions. So please join me in welcoming my wonderful guest, Tamla. I am so excited that you are here with us. And I am so excited to be here. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for your audience, for everyone who is on the planet right now, who is doing their own personal work um, to integrate their shadow, to come into peace and alignment with who they truly are so that we can all move the planet into 5D, which is where we're going as individuals and as a planet as a whole and really up leveling every aspect of our experience. So thank you all so much. We can't do it alone. I know. And isn't that exciting? We cannot do it alone. I'm so glad that you said that. So integrating the shadow and shifting from 3D to 5D, we have to do it individually. Yeah. When did that process begin for you? When did you begin to realize that there was more to life that you were experiencing, that there had to be more than what your parents taught you, what the church might have taught you, what anybody else that you trusted taught you was the truth? Well, my journey began really, really early. Um, I came in, I was born uh, with a connection to spirit that um, other people seemingly did not have. And I remember laying in bed at night and I would see visions of people that were shown to me by being that I called Yeshua or Jesus. Mm -hmm. And he would show me pictures of people and ask me to pray for them. And I didn't know who they were. I didn't know anything about them, but I would look at them and I would pray colors through them, depending on what they needed. Mm -hmm. And um, this went on for years and years and years. And there's sometimes there would be 10 or 12 or 50 in a night. Wow. Um, sometimes there would be less. And it started to evolve into my everyday experience. So I would see people in real life and it was like, oh, they need green. They need yellow. They need blue. Right. And and. I ended up speaking it out loud to parents and grandparents and, and I was raised a uh, Southern Baptist and it was very frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> I can and, imagine. And um, you know, it was like, what are you doing? Who do you think you are? You know, you're six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old. Why would Jesus talk to you? Um, you know, all of those things. And then the last straw was, if you love Jesus, you'll stop doing this. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And so and Jesus was the Yeshua was the love of my life. Mm. You know, everything about my experience, I all the time I was talking to the angels and to Yeshua. And and it was it was devastating for me. It completely crushed my spirit. So I totally disconnected. Now, up until that point. Um, you know, I, I would know when there was something um, incongruent with people, you know, if there was a healing that needed to take place. Um, I would know experiences that happened in places. Um, when I was about seven, we lived in an apartment. And I had my Barbie dolls. I used to love Barbie. And I would... Um, I took this magic marker and I put these red dots all over Barbie and all over Skipper <laughs> and I hid Ken and um, you know, my mom is like, Oh, this is crazy. This is, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I said, this is what happened. Ken hurt Barbie and 
um, the babies, you know, and Skipper and, and the babies. Well, come to find out the people that had lived in the apartment before us, the father had um, killed the, the, the wife and the children by stabbing them both multiple times. Wow. And so, that, you know, it, and of course, my Barbies got taken away from me. You were picking up that energy, yeah. Yeah, and it was there was the answer to that was, oh well, it must be <laughs> it must be the Barbies fault, right? So they took all my Barbies away. I wasn't allowed to play Barbies anymore, and so I was raised in an experience of um, con a lot of confusion because people didn't know how to relate to me, and I didn't know how to relate to them. Yeah. And so by the time I got that statement of, you know, if you love Jesus, you'll stop doing this. It just, I, I shut down everything about me. And for 30 something years, I was completely shut down. I ignored um, a lot of my gifts on a conscious level. But when I was, well, when my daughter was 16, she was a, a senior in high school. And we were listening to, I had gotten from the library, uh, the cassette tapes of Carolyn Mace's Energy Anatomy. Mm, yeah. There was something about it that just drew me. And I, and I had done no, quote, woo-woo stuff at all for the last 30 years, right? Nothing. And so I got these and we were listening to the cassette tapes. And at one point, I don't remember what point it was, but I said to my daughter, Kristen, I think I'm psychic. <laughs> and she was looking, I mean, she was uh, playing cards on the coffee table and she never even looked up. She just went, of course you are, mom. Everybody <laughs> knows that. You're the only one who doesn't know that. <laughs> and I was like, what? Who are you talking about? And she's like, you always know when we need to leave a place. You always tell us when to put our shields up. You're always, you know, you always know all these things. That's why people always <laughs> and ask you questions, you know, things. <laughs> and so that just completely, that completely just broke me open. And from that moment on, I started really trying to pay attention to myself, um, to, I started reading books. I started going to classes. I started um, noticing that the thing that scared me the most was my next level of evolution. Mm, beautiful. And that um, really changed everything about me because once I started addressing the fears, then I was able to not only shift those fears, but shift all the blocks and restrictions that came with them, all the limitations, all the perceptions and belief mechanisms. And my life went from, a life of no, you can't to holy smokes. Yeah. You can have anything you want. Unlimited. Yeah. And, and that unlimitedness doesn't take away from anybody else. Exactly. It is, it's a plethora of abundance and joy and prosperity and health and wellness and kindness and generosity and all those things that are available to all of us. Exactly. All times. And the more that we give, the more we have of all of that. And, and it's just incredible. It's incredible. So tell me again, how many years was it from when you shut it down as a child to you began to open it up as an adult? Um, at least 30 years, maybe more. Yeah. So let's talk about those 30 years a little bit, because we're waking up from having been asleep, you know, in your case for those 30 years, for me, I started my journey when my mom passed away. Her death is what propelled me into my dark night of the soul. And I was 41 years old when she passed away. So for 41 years, I was totally, completely uh, unaware of what now I'm aware of. And it's two totally different worlds. So let's talk a little bit about, um, for the, all those years that you were asleep, what was causing you to fall asleep? Um, it was my fear of my own awareness, the fear that maybe the information that I was giving wasn't from God because all of the church people told me that must be the devil. Yeah. 
And I didn't want anything to do with anything that wasn't of God or, or, or Jesus. And um, so I focused my life on raising my children and getting through, just getting through because um, I had, um, I had um, my marriage with the father of my children. Um, we had different understandings of, you know, how monogamous we wanted to be. <laughs> um, the second marriage, uh, the marriage after that was a karmic relationship, which I didn't know at the time. Um, but it was magnificent the first two years. Angels were singing. It was wonderful. And then he had a dark night of the soul and fell into an abyss he was never able to come come out of. Um, that that a, sounds like my former yeah, husband. He became an abusive alcoholic. Mm. Um, there was a lot of mental and physical and emotional abuse. Uh, it took me eight years to get me and my children out of that so that none of us died. Um, and I was very certain that either I, I was going to die or my ex-husband was, or one of us was going to go to jail. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was trauma beyond trauma. And it was, it was a, a karmic cycle that I had to break in this lifetime. And I had to figure out how to leave without any of us dying. But all, all of this was happening, though, without you knowing yep. you know, that it was a karmic cycle, without you having the awareness that now you have today, because right. I, too, had a, a relation, not not the father of my kids. That was a, a amazing relationship lasted 23, I think, 23 years mm -hmm. um, it, for those children to come through. That we had to have that relationship and that right. definitely fed who I thought I was supposed to be in the world, the being the perfect mom, the accumulating wealth, the all of those external things. Then I met the love of my life, which was love at first sight. And we, we used to say it's remembering. We remembered each other at first sight. Uh -huh. First two years, two and a half years, right until we got married. Shortly after we got married, things began to unravel quickly, quickly, quickly. Uh -huh. And looking. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> looking um with my hand that <laughs> big sneeze looking back uh but I was already in my journey at that time as I was actually looking through it I was seeing the things that it was reflecting back of me that I needed to break cycles yeah. looking back oh mm -hmm. my gosh what a what a big cycle that was to to um break so you're going through all of this without your awareness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What was what was going through your mind as you're experiencing that? It was totally survival. It was just yeah. survival. Yeah. And, um, you know, there was the codependency part in the beginning. There was the antagonism part. There was the boundaries. You know, it was all a, an evolutionary process. And being able to actually get out um, was, it was a miracle. It was um, one of the most powerful, personal, personally powerful things um, that I think I had done up to that point. Because I didn't have to use all of the things that the world told me I had to use because none of those things worked. Yeah. Being angry didn't work. Standing up for myself didn't work. I just got beat down, you know, physically. Um, it it didn't work. And there were no friends that that helped us. There was no the police were called. They didn't help us. And so at one at some point when I realized that this is not something the world is going to fix, I'm going to have to fix this then I had to start being in the moment and go, is this the person I want to be? And that became the, my mantra for yeah. all the time. I still use it when I'm in situations, when I'm triggered, when I'm upset, when I'm fearful, when I'm worried, right? Any of those earthly emotions, I go, is this the person I want to be? And then my next question is, if it's no, this is not the person I want to be, then I have to ask, what is the person I want to be? 
Yeah. What can that person do here? What can I insert into this experience that will change that? And that has been that and gratitude have been the two things that have saved my life when I was homeless that helped me through shifting and believing in my own value in my own worth in my own gifts and being able to really change everything about my experience. Yeah. Well, curiosity is such an important component of this journey. And when you were asking, you know, is this a person I want to be? You're curious about who else can I be? Mm -hmm. Um, What else is there than being this person in that's receiving all this abuse um, Mm -hmm. and participating in, in, in that drama. So let's shift the conversation because you begin to align with something greater than you in that moment, this person you want to be. Mm -hmm. So tell me, what was that that you were aligning with that helped, in essence, bring you, pull you out of that situation? Um, I didn't know it at the time, but I was aligning to my soul. Yeah. 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 That's truly what it was. Yes. Um, I didn't have any idea that's what it was. Um, because I'd shut everything down, but I just knew, I knew it didn't have to be so damn hard. Yeah. I knew that it didn't have to be a struggle. I knew I didn't have to fight for everything. I knew that it could be easy and I didn't have any idea how I knew. I just, I just knew it did not have to be this way. And in knowing that, then the opposite of that is how can it be? Yeah. And I didn't go and I didn't, honestly, I didn't go into, oh, I can be a queen and, you know, live in a palace. I didn't go there. I went, I can leave this relationship and be safe and my children safe. Yeah. I can um, get my kids in college before I lose my house because all of that happened. Um, I owned a real estate school and in 2007, 2008, when the market tanked, people stopped getting into real estate. And I had just gotten out of that abusive relationship. And that was my only um, means of income. Yeah. People stopped coming. And I had $40,000 worth of debt just around that school and that business. Mm-hmm. And I literally lost everything. And I got my daughter in school and to college. She had a full scholarship to college. And my son was already in college. And I had $47 in the bank. I think $46, $47 in the bank. And it's like, look, if I'm going to be homeless, I was in middle Georgia. If I'm going to be homeless. At least I'm going to be homeless in a place where I know they take care of homeless people. So I said, I move into Atlanta. I put all of my stuff in storage, the stuff that I had. And I paid, you know, had paid up a month or so. And I had $46 left and said, okay. I literally dropped my daughter off at school and I drove to Atlanta. I had no idea where I was going to stay. I had no job. I had no food. I just knew two things. One, I could fall on the uh, grace of the Buddhists and I would clean and cook and do whatever they wanted uh, for a place to stay. Or if that failed, I knew that they fed and, and housed homeless people in Atlanta. So I'd have something. And literally it was, I made that decision and it was a step by step by step. And that's how spirit has shown me things. Yeah. They don't show me all oh, these grandiose things and, and the 47 steps it's going to take to get there. It's I take one step and then they show me the next one. And then I take that step and then they show me the next one. And it's not, we, we call it by faith, but I think it's more than that. It's by action. Mm-hmm. It's by it's not just believing that the step is going to be there and then taking the action of making that step and then gathering that information, that wisdom, that newness. And then that opens the door to what's available next. Let, let's talk about this or let's highlight this because you're talking about it. Let's highlight this because this is such a key piece that I've been teaching for 12, 13 years now. And this is the one thing that seems to be the most difficult thing for people to get Mm -hmm. because that is exactly what happened to me. Exactly what you're saying. I began to feel my soul. I began to hear guidance inside of me 
And for me, it was Jesus because I grew up Catholic. That was familiar. Mm -hmm. I was feeling the sensation of call, call this person, go to this place. And I, I go there and somebody hands me a book, the first spiritual book I ever read. I wasn't going to go to that party, but I was told go to that party. I wasn't going to make that call. I didn't want to talk to that person that day, but I'm feeling a nudge. Right. Make that call. Right. And it really, truly is that simple. But what makes this so hard for people to shift out of the state that they're in is that they don't understand because we were not taught this, that we do have these two voices inside of us. We, we've got the voice of the conditioned self and we've got the voice of our higher self or of our soul self, spirit, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And discerning that voice and then taking the action because that voice can tell you everything you need to do. But you're so correct. If you don't take that action, it's just as, as if you're saying no, no to God. No, I don't want to um, follow what you're, you're telling me. I'd rather sit here and complain. By the way, why aren't you helping me? Oh, no, I'm not going to do what you're saying. I'm going to sit here and complain. Why aren't you helping me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, it is so, so simple. Um, let's talk about what, what is it that once you go through this experience, you begin to realize it step-by-step, step, you end up homeless. We don't need to really spend a whole lot of time on that because clearly you move through mm -hmm. something propelled you then to begin to share with others. Mm -hmm. What was it that had you want to share with others? Because to me, that's when I notice a big shift in people. When you begin to hear that guidance and you start changing your life, I've noticed that every single person that begins to listen to their soul, that begins to, to feel this empowerment, we are developing a sense of self-worth. It's as we're deciding I am worthy to receive this guidance, to be moved to something better. It really is always, and it's not as in good or bad better and worse, but it is a step forward from where we were. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that you teach people because you went on to teach that you, that you teach them to help them take these messages and take the action with them? Mm -hmm. Well, um, there's lots of different things. And the first thing that I did is um, really have a relationship with gratitude. And I started that when I was homeless. I was, you know, when I got a place to stay and I got a job and I got all of these things, I was so grateful. And that gratitude allowed, and I, uh, this is, this is a statement I use all the time. Gratitude is the door to more. And so when you have gratitude for where you are, then the universe is able to give you the next step. And so that gratitude is always step one no matter where you are, find something to be grateful for. And then step two was uh, and is dropping into your heart space. And that is uh, a practice that I use with all of my clients is dropping into the heart space. And then once you learn how to do that, then I take them into dropping into their soul space. Give us a give us a tip in how someone can drop into that heart space, because when we're all up in our head and we're in survival, we're in fear and you can find something to be grateful for to shift from that fear into that heart space is such a challenge. Give give us at least one suggestion. It is. A, it can be a huge challenge. And so what I do is uh, the first thing I tell everyone is your head's full of shit. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> It's always, it's it just always, don't listen to it. So, um, and we can do it right now if you want. We can sure. take a couple of deep breaths together. Uh, right hand on your heart, left hand on your right hand. And just take a couple of deep breaths. And allow your mind to just be present with your breath. And if anything is coming up, if your mind is chattering, just let it chatter and you're going to disengage from that chatter. 
You're not going to stop it. You're just going to let it be separate from you. And then as you find yourself separating from all that chatter, put your focus on your heart space. And allow all of your attention to drop into the space of your heart. If you find yourself thinking, you're not in your heart space. So just drop down and be there. And now depending on what kind of sessions I do, um, we go different places in this heart space. But for now, let's just give you an experience of being truly in your heart space. There's no thoughts, there's no emotions. It's just a place of peace. And you can look around in this space and find the door. And this is the door that you can come in and out of anytime you want. And once you've found your door, unlock it. Put the key in your pocket. And know that this is your sacred heart space that you can come into any time you want. You can ask questions here. You can meditate here. You can bring your troubles and worries here and ask, who do I choose to be instead? It's a place of total non-judgment. It's safe. It's private. And it's all yours. So we'll leave it at that for right now. Beautiful. You know, beautiful place to go. It, it's like we were describing um, my morning routine. <laughs> and, you know, it's, and it's not just morning routine. It's an all the time routine. It is. Mm -hmm. It's an opportunity to just really connect with the the truth of who I am, that aligning with soul, spirit, God, whatever we want to call it. Mm -hmm. um, and that is exactly what it feels like when you're in that space. That's what it feels like is where we're headed when we each individually do our own work. Mm -hmm. So you as a teacher of, of truth as a teacher helping people move out of the, the, the shit storm in their head and come into the heart space, right? which is what I do as well. And, and I'm sure we do a lot of things similarly. And we will, we'll probably do things that are different because we touch different people with different uh, methods, right. but let's shift the conversation to the broader topic of this shift that is happening globally because people are scared. People who don't have this practice that you and I have, as this gentleman, Alan, is saying, his door is jammed so he couldn't get into that heart space. Mm -hmm. People who are having a hard time connecting with that 
it, they're having a hard time, I, I think, for two reasons. One, they don't even know there's a door there. Two, they know there's a door there because they, they're on a journey, but they, they don't really um, either have the tools or more importantly, they don't have the consistency, the practice, the commitment to open that door. So we don't know about it or we know about it and we just don't take that action to to be consistent. Let's talk about um, this the shift on the global level, because to me, that's one of the most exciting conversations. The more I began to understand that the purpose for my personal shift was for me to be one of the many lights on this planet that is turning on so that we could become the broader light that allows the remainder of humanity to really begin to see more clearly a path out. We, in essence, become examples that allows others to move out of this insanity that we have created. So share in your words, what is this insanity that we're, we're leaving as a collective? Um, and let's talk about that first, and then we'll talk about where are we headed as a collective? All right. Well, and it brings to mind that um, I've been teaching a class um, and I went from totally shut down to all the way woo woo. So um, I actually channel, I'm a psychic channel and I channel a group of beings called Zed and also my high council of light. And they've been doing a training on living a congruent life since June, 2018. And it's all about helping us move from 3D to 5D. And each month they teach something different. And it's very interesting the things that they are, are, are discussing and talking about. But, but they started out with really explaining that the planet and, and is um, an organism mm -hmm. and it's filled with other organisms um, that uh, live on the surface, whether they're animals or plants or people, and that all of us are in this place, in this time, on purpose. Yes. And that some beings on the planet are here for the evolution, and some people here are against the evolution. And that's not a negativity. It's just how it is. And so the, the people who are here against the evolution are playing their part so that the people who are here for the evolution get to make a decision. They get to make a choice. Am I really going to commit to these things that I believe? Am I really going to make the choices? Am I really going to take the action that is going to help me change my life, which will then help others change their lives? And then the whole world gets to evolve. Not everyone is going to choose to go to 5D. And that's something that we have to be okay with because not everybody um, is on the same path and everything is about free will. Mm -hmm. totally. We don't all have to go. We just have to have 50% plus one mm -hmm. majority yeah. for, for everything to shift. And they did say that, um, um, there are more beings of light on the planet mm -hmm. now than there are beings that are not light. And that's just shifted in the last, you know, year or so. Um, and so the idea that we have to be afraid of things is the old paradigm. We don't shift things through fear anymore. You know, um, Archangel Michael was is the warrior angel, right? He has the sword of truth and he's the warrior and he would battle. In 2016, 2017, he started telling me that his, his um, life path has changed. He's no longer the battle warrior. He's the love warrior. <laughs> and he actually channeled a love warrior prayer um, that is available for free for people who join my community. You, you get that uh, for free. And it is a love warrior prayer that will help shift and change these situations. Because what happens is instead of battling things anymore, we have to start speaking light and truth into them. And so instead of being afraid of things, start speaking your truth into that. Yeah. Um, instead of being afraid of climate change, start speaking truth about 
you know, do you really want to have that straw? Do you really want to have those plastic bags? Do you really? And, and it, it begins with those little questions that you're asking yourself so yeah. that you can begin to make different choices. And they seem, yeah, sorry to interrupt you, but they, but this is really important. I think they seem to be inconsequential questions, mm -hmm. but what people don't understand is that we are, each one of us individually is so powerful mm -hmm. that that one shift of one shifting is a shift. It yeah. is an, it adds to the collective, yeah. um, I want to address something because Michael earlier or Miguel um, earlier had mentioned, what about if the reason that uh, he couldn't open the door was because he was afraid to 5D, that that's where the door leads. Right. And what the 3D is, is nothing more than our minds have been conditioned to believe that everything of physicality is what is real. Mm -hmm. So we are defined by what we have, by what we, you know, who the, titles that we have, the jobs that we do, the relationships that we have, we're defined by primarily external things. And the shift is to begin to recognize that we're, we're actually undefined. We, if, if we stop believing that this is who I am, then what we can be is undefined. It's infinite possibilities. So the reason it's scary to go and open that door is because we don't want to leave what is familiar because, uh, interestingly enough, what is familiar, although it's very confining and limiting, feels safe. Mm -hmm. So, Miguel, if you're you're having a, a tough time shifting and opening that door, it's simply because the mind has to be trained into beginning you know, I'm a, a student of The Course in Miracles, and I teach from that book all the time. And it speaks that first we have to speak the truth and say it over and over and over before we believe it. Mm -hmm. So we've got to get comfortable with what is this fifth dimension? Like you were saying, Tamala, you went from asleep to full on woo-woo. Mm -hmm. um, I took a, a couple of years to get to that place of woo-woo. I started with... Um, some woo-woo material, but my mind was not quite accepting that it was possible for me, but I was seeds of truth were being planted mm -hmm. that painted a picture of what this potential 5D is all about. And it it's like it gave me something to get excited about. Like you were saying earlier, faith alone is by itself doesn't do much, but faith with action that faith that what I was reading and feeling internally was so incredibly beautiful and amazing. I knew I want to have that. I want to have a life where I live in peace. I want to be free of what people think of me. I want things to be easy. I want things to be fun. Mm -hmm. So what will it take for that to happen? Right. And as you're saying, just giving up straws, if we want a planet that is absolutely, um, uh, oh, Miguel, you, you say gracias, uh, just a question to see the reception of others, which I, okay, thank you so much, dear. Thanks for your, your comments and Alan. Um, but if you care about the planet and you're talking about, is this the person that I want to be? Is this the planet that I want to live in? If I want a planet that is not polluted, I have to take that action. That's how you open the door. You open the door to the new dimension by stop using the things of the old dimension. It's, it's really that simple. So I just kind of wanted to in insert that because I wanted to address Miguel's question. Um, and Ty, what you were saying as an example with it, but please continue sharing, you know, what, what in this 3D world are we leaving behind? Let's give it like examples from your clients, of what is it that they're learning to, that it's okay to leave behind? Well, and, and um, I'm kind of channeling in the moment too, because it's oh, all. Um, it is. Um, the, they want to say that um, different people have different reasons why they can't open their door. So in each session that I do, heart thread sessions that I do, they're all different because everyone has different blocks and restrictions. Mm -hmm. So know that no matter what they are, they can be removed. It just takes an allowance of your 
ability to receive more fullness of who you really are. That's all it is. And that can be scary and terrifying, but I also have processes in place that help you with that. But the, 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 the other thing that they want to talk about is right now the planet is in 4d mm -hmm. shifted from 3d into 4d. And this is really important to understand because it will totally explain why everything is out of sorts right now. All the, Thoughts are rampant and all the emotions are rampant because that is where 4D is. 3D is a physical experience. 4D is your thoughts and the emotions are what are what tie the 3D and the 4D together. Yeah, so it's like it's like that bridge. We're on that bridge. We have to sort out the thinking and and what what had us think 3D was solid. Now we're on that bridge to move. And we have to think differently. We have right. to feel. Yes. And, and, and we have to give, we have to not shut things down. We were taught to push things away, to push things down, to shut down things. That's not how evolution occurs. That's how disease occurs. That's how illnesses, that's how anger and frustration and all of that stuff occurs. Yeah. We need to feel what we need to feel. We need to think what we need to think. And then we need to decide are these thoughts I want to keep? Are these emotions that I want to keep? And if not, healthy ways to shift and change them. Yeah. And a lot of that's, you know, when we're first starting out, we want support. We need support for somebody else to show us the options, right? Yeah. I've, I've always thought this this way. What are my options to think other ways? And so um, you know, that's one of the benefits of having support as you're going through this process is, is because you get more options. Exactly. And without the support, so many of us um, do not do not understand what that shift is all about. And Alan, no, you, you're not bugging us. Um, I just can't can't keep adding your comments. Um, I don't want to lose my train of thought with Tamala, but thank you. You're not bugging us. We, we appreciate you guys listening in. Um, but so many of us, this is why I said earlier, the only reason we cannot open that door is one, we are ignorant of that door, which is just part of the process. We come to this planet to forget the door, right. that there is something on the other side of the door, but then you begin to realize that there is a door. That's when all the fears kick in. Mm -hmm. So that that is part of the process. Those fears are where if we are blessed to have people like Tamala, like myself, like so many um, that are waking up. Miguel, he's one. He's a teacher um, waking up and, and assisting others. It is because we have discovered that door. We know that on the other side of that door, the salvation that shows up and by salvation, I mean. The freedom we get saved from the old ways of doing things. We are released into a whole new paradigm that is uncharted in so many ways. Yeah. But give us give us some um, some of the old beliefs that you see are common with with your your clients. Just a handful of those beliefs. Well, the, you know they range depending on people, but I, there's a lot of uh, I, I don't deserve this. Mm -hmm. Who am I? Right. Um, I'm not better than anybody else. Right. That's a big paradigm, especially those yeah. of us who were raised in religion. Yeah. Uh, because we were told, you know, that that, uh, that you need to be the meek. Mm -hmm. right? You need yeah. to be humble. But the humble is not the gracious, power filled, humble person who is willing to give of their resources. That humble is quiet and more hum hum humility. Yes of humiliation right mm -hmm. and that press down um opposite of yeah. what really was designed to be yeah um it, a lot of uh financial limitations mm -hmm. and i just went to europe i took a five-week vacation in europe and i made seven thousand five hundred dollars while i was gone <laughs> so uh, you know without I, I worked i worked about four hours the whole time I was gone for five weeks and none of that was new client business. It was all stuff that I had already um, um, had in my allowing had in my uh, field of, of um, 
potentiality. Exactly. exactly. All of that was already there. And my, my, my bank account was full. Like all of this was directly in my bank account. While yeah. I was gone. But it's a mindset. It's a mindset of abundance, not yeah. only abundance of resources, of money, but abundance of joy, abundance of laughter, abundance of sharing, of caring, abundance of so of everything. Yeah. Because let's shift the conversation now. Mm -hmm. What is 5D? Let's talk about that, because 3D is that world of density that we're familiar with, mm -hmm. all the material stuff and it is created by our thoughts is created so much by our repressed emotions. So we get on that bridge 4d where we have to look at the thoughts and we have to uh, allow those emotions that all that repressed stuff to come to the surface. And even what was not repressed, but has been expressed in a, in a very unhealthy way. Um, so we look at that on the 4d let's talk about 5d so that we paint the picture that allows people to then better understand that 4d process. So what are you hearing about 5D? Well, to, for 4D, just to wrap that up, is it requires our mental and emotional discipline. And that totally. choosing, right? Choosing our thoughts, choosing our emotions on purpose. What is it that I want to feel? What is it that I want to think? Yeah. And then once we master that, we become masters of our mental and emotional discipline, then we're able to shift into that 5D, which is limitlessness. Yeah. It is... Um, it is as the planet evolved, what spirit has been uh, channeling in the classes is 5D will be um, sacred union and divine sacred partnership. And what that means is all beings on the planet will be 100% present to be in partnership with all of the other beings on the planet who are also 100% present. Talk about a playground. A fabulous playground. We are literally going to be playing, yeah, collaborating, co-creating, communicating, healthy, no emotional baggage, no mental limitations. Mm -hmm. um, what what are you hearing um, or paint a picture of what that's going to look like? Because people don't really we don't understand what that looks like. When we have a mindset of the 3D world of you got to work hard and there's not enough and it's limited and I'm not worthy um, and that getting and protecting and that that very limited thinking. Mm -hmm. what, what's the picture that you're getting about the 5D world? Well, what what they've said in the classes is um, you'll see the manifestation of laying your hands on a person and they'll recover. Yeah of being in the moment where someone is in need and you have the thing that they need and you just gift it to them and move along um, where you will be in the presence of those you love and those you love will be in the presence of people who love them where health care is no longer about illness care. That's it's great. about caring for our health the health of our planet, the health of those around us, all because it's the right thing to do, period. Mm -hmm. That there will be the land of integrity. Yes. That's my favorite part. It will be the land of integrity. Exactly. Exactly. The, the total and complete land of integrity. And thank you, Alan. Um, I have a lot of fun doing these interviews. The land of integrity is is exactly what we're headed to. And the reason we can't be in integrity right now is because we have too many secrets. We hide too much crap inside of us. We hide too much shame, too much pain. We hide so much. No wonder we're not in integrity. Well, no, I, I love hiding from ourselves too. I'm sorry, say that again. We're hiding it from ourselves too. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, let, let's share more about that land of integrity. Let, let's paint that picture because I want, I want people from this particular interview to take away a really clear picture of why they want to open that door, why they want to cross that 4D bridge, why they want to do that very uncomfortable emotional work and that very uncomfortable shifting of our thinking work because we are literally having to admit that 
that thinking and, and those emotions that are repressed, we need to get comfortable that we are wrong about holding on to that because it is a block to what is moving us to something better for us. Mm -hmm. It blocks our gift. Mm -hmm. So say more about the land of, of integrity. Well, the land of integrity to me, and it's going to look different for everybody, but it's going to look and feel and resonate with all that is true for me. And here, here's, a, here's a little differentiation. Truth is subjective, but wisdom is universal. So when 5D shifts, it's going to shift, or when the planet shifts into 5D, it's going to shift into wisdom, universal wisdom. And we're all connected to that universal wisdom. The divine truth is objective. And so we will live in places that are solely, soul, S-O-U-L, soul, true for us. And that means that my 5D is going to maybe look a little bit different from yours. They're going to be really close because we're really close. Um, but for Miguel or for Alan or for my daughter, you know, they may look completely different, but they're not going to be incongruent with each other. Exactly. Integrous with divine truth and divine wisdom. Yeah. And what comes through divine truth and divine wisdom is divine creativity, divine love, divine compassion, divine order, um, all of the divine self-expression. All of that is what is being fought for right now in this 4D time. Yeah. Divine self-expression and divine truth are the two leading battles on the planet right now. Exactly. And it, and it really is going to take the majority of the people on the planet to no longer tolerate lies and to no longer tolerate incongruencies in order for these battles to be won. Exactly. Truth cannot stand in the same place as a divine lie because the strongest paradigm wins. One of my mentors taught, taught that the strongest paradigm wins. And so in a lot of places, lying is the biggest paradigm and truth is still quiet and small. Yes. Got to make that truth louder and brighter, not by fighting, just by speaking it. Yes. Calling bullshit, bullshit when we see it. And you know what? Let, let's just stop there for one quick second, because you have said something that is so key that we cannot stress enough. When you begin to realize that we're all created equal, mm -hmm. when somebody is being treated unequally, mm -hmm. we got to call that bullshit out. That yeah. is absolutely not OK. Right. We have to be the ones who really make that commitment to 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 not only speaking truth, but actually standing for it. That action that you spoke about is absolutely crucial. That's the thing that I really love watching on this planet right now. All countries around the world, people speaking up saying, it is not okay for you government that I elected, that you work for me to tell me what I'm supposed to be doing, what I can have and cannot have, because we're finally finding our worth. We are worth so much more and we're beginning to feel it, even though it's it's still at, at a bit of an immature way of, you know, I deserve to be treated nicely. I deserve to be treated well. It's kind of still an immature way of perceiving worth, because when you perceive worth from a mature place as a master, we are worthy because we are the presence of, of light itself. And just because we exist. Yes. Just because we exist. No other reason. <laughs> So it is, it is a it's it's movement on that bridge. It's steps, 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 steps on that bridge to reclaiming our truth. And, you know, you, you've just painted such a beautiful picture of the 3D world, the 4D world that we're on. We are we are on a bridge. We are moving. Um, and it's either we're going to move quickly or we're going to move slowly, depending on, you know, where, where we are. And like you said, I want to highlight that again, free will. I don't want anybody hearing this to ever feel like you are not exactly where you should be because you are a sovereign being. You are truly the master of your reality. And one of the things that has become very clear to me 
that has shifted how I see things and has for quite a few years. And it has made everything so much more peaceful inside is as sovereign beings, we are all creating a reality. There is not one of us at in super darkness that or in super light and everything in between that is not creating that for whatever reason our soul is creating it for. So we have to take credit for every single bit of it. That is not a comfortable thing, but it is it's a liberating uh, knowledge. It's empowering. Yes. No, totally empowering because, you know, at all of my work, no matter what I'm doing, whether it's the Akashic Records work, whether it's uh, psychic channeling classes or workshops or uh, one on one sessions, it doesn't matter. All of my work is about empowerment and I'm not going to blow smoke. I love you enough to tell you the truth. And sometimes the truth is not going to be what you want to hear, but that doesn't make it any less truthful. Yeah. And the important thing is to be able to drop into that heart space, even if you can't open the door to get in or to get out later with me. If you can get into that heart space, we can genuinely get you to the next step that's right for you. Yeah. And that's all you need. That's all we need. You don't have to do all 47 steps. You just need to do the next one well. Yes. And that is that is such beautiful and wonderful advice. And now I, you know, we're kind of coming to the the top of the hour here. What a fun conversation to have with you. I, I could talk with you forever. Yeah, we do. <laughs> it is so, so much fun. We may have to do another conversation and, and okay. get more into the the realms of the 5D world because if people knew what's coming we wouldn't hesitate to do whatever it takes to get there because it's just so beautiful and so amazing. But let's share with the audience um, about your work. How can they find you? How can they uh, receive some of your wisdom? Because you're absolutely magnificent and so good at, at teaching. Well, thank you. Well, um, I put together, um, Spirit had me do this this morning, a special offering for all of your audience. Oh, wow. So if you go to yourownsoul.com, that's my website, and you can explore there. But you can go to yourownsoul.com forward slash Lina, L-A-I-N-A. That's, that's right, right? Yes. And there's a special offer there. My top five sessions uh, are going to be 50% off for you if you use the coupon code Lina, L-A-I-N-A. 50% off. 550? 50. Oh, yes. very generous. Thank you. So, um, and that is for anyone who watches this interview. Um, I don't tell you what the discount code is on the web page. You have to actually watch this interview and get the code. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, because this information is important. And it is important for all of us to be able to see where we are in every moment, because that's what it's all about. Being present is about really checking in and seeing where we are and what do we want to work on next. And so all of these sessions that are available will help you do that. There's a heart thread session where I can help you get into and out of that heart space. Uh, and there are 30 minute, 45 minutes, 60 minute and 90 minute uh, awareness and empowerment sessions that are just phenomenal. So, again, all of those are 50 percent off. There's lots of other stuff that's on the website. You're welcome to check all of that out as well. And I really look forward to working with any of you or all of you uh, to help you really manifest into your experience the life that you came here to have as a fully empowered being, because you just simply are, is the only reason you need to know that you deserve it. Yeah. It's already yours. Already. If it wasn't in your heart as a desire, um, it wouldn't be yours. But if you have anything that is your heart's desire, it's already yours. Isn't that amazing? Um, it, what where we're headed to it is such a powerful knowingness that our heart's desires 
mm-hmm. are worth uh, experiencing the manifestation of that. Yeah. That we have settled for so little. And you, with your teachings, help people unpack that that story that we have created that limit us and not only because you have lived that that life where you were totally completely shut down and suppressed and in survival mode but you move through that and now you so so gracefully and so powerfully help others i'm so grateful that you are here and um we got to have this wonderful conversation so thank you tamla thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart for this and I just want to share with everybody that next week I'm going to have Abby Rohr here. She uh, she helps people spiritually connect with not only obviously the, their true selves, but also her her calling is to help people understand the spirituality of money. So that's going to be a really fun conversation, having her share how she came to discover that. And then, of course, it's become her passion. And even though she teaches how to. Uh, understand the spirituality of money. She's also going to talk about how does she align with her own higher self, with the truth that is inside of her, as Tamala has done, as I do, as every single one of my guests does. So I look forward to seeing you there. And then go to my website, lineorlando.com, and you'll be able to, if you so choose to, register to receive my free online course, which is called The Soul's Journey. And it takes you through the six stages that we go through from conception to alignment. It's my gift to you. Thanks a bunch. Thank you, Tamala. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, everyone, for joining in, for commenting. And I'm sending you lots and lots of love. So beautiful. See you guys next week on the next episode of Align with Lina. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.